Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey guys, it's Candice. And Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Oh, yeah. We thought we would have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s. But surprise, we don't. No, we don't. And that's okay. It's okay. It's okay not to have it all figured out. Uh, But we're just trying to get one step closer every single day. Doing the best we can. Mm -hmm. Well, today we have a love story that we want to share with our listeners. It's a beautiful love story. And we're really excited for you guys to hear it. We've had so many people write in asking to get advice on what to do about weddings. Obviously, 2020 has not been the best year to have a wedding on your calendar, whether you're a wedding guest, whether you're part of the wedding party, but especially if it's your wedding. 
with COVID-19, it has derailed everybody's wedding plans. And as someone who has planned a wedding and is married, and Kayla, you've planned a wedding, we both know how stressful that is and how emotional that would be to have to have all of those plans changed. So today, we're sitting down with two brides who had their wedding all set and ready to go for March 2020. Obviously, that had to change. You're right. Today, we are sitting down with Brianna Capri and Morgan Bow, and they are the epitome of relationship goals. Not only because, like Candace said, they had to postpone the most epic wedding, and we know they're not alone. Um, we're going to sit down and talk about their heartbreaking experience of doing just that and how each of us can continue to grow our relationships even through the most tumultuous times. We love them so much. So without further ado, here is our beautiful conversation with Rihanna and Morgan. Okay, well, I guess for me, it's really important that we start at the very beginning of your guys' love story because I feel like you have such a captivating, awesome story about how you first met. And I really want our listeners to know this. So can we start there? Um, Hello, hello, Rihanna here. And (laughs) well, um, it's interesting because she came in to book an appointment for highlights. And that's how we met. (laughs) (laughs) that simple never in my life literally in my whole entire life of doing hair did I ever date any of my clients like I made it like a rule because yeah it just because but obviously um um no when we first met we hit it off right away but not romantically like neither of us have dated girls or not interested in girls and still not interested still not interested in girls so that's (laughs) where soul love comes from uh, but yeah overall I mean we definitely had some sort of instant connection right away it was it was um, a lot of music that we connected on and Coachella was like three weeks later and we're like oh you're going to Coachella so am I okay let's meet up at Coachella and and we had the best time at Coachella and kind of instantly became best friends so much so that we ended up uh, becoming roommates and then had two of our other friends join us in a bigger house. So there was four of us in a house and we were all roommates, all four girls. Oh God, it was a small sorority. It, it was, was the best, the time, best of time of our lives. <laughs> Sounds like a friend's episode. Oh yeah. Oh my 100%. God. We did that for two years and it was Fabulous. pretty, it was pretty awesome. We also um, had two guys living with us. So and then four girls and two guys. Yes. And <laughs> later there were two other guys. It was a big house, obviously. Um, but, you know, from... I mean, we went on double dates together. We'd go out and be like, oh, that guy's hot. That guy's hot. Like, we would do, like, uh, normal, great. normal, like, friend, girlfriend type of things that you do, you know? And, I mean, where where's the shift happen? I mean, you know, I yeah. think, I think the- for us, it was kind of <laughs> like the, so the soul part of it, I feel like that's where it comes in. Like, when we met, also, this is Morgan. Hi. Um, <laughs> When we met, it was, you know, like when you've met someone and you feel like you've known them in other lives or for years or whatever kind of you believe in personally type of thing. Um, so it was kind of just like super easy to become close friends because it's kind of just like, it's like we always have been in a weird way. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely it was more than highlights. Like I came in with orange hair. <laughs> I had dyed my hair black. I was trying to look like Megan Fox. <laughs> that I just looked like 
the vampire. Um, it was terrible. <laughs> Worst decision. Didn't know what to do. Had someone try to get it out. My hair turned orange. So I asked the only people that I knew that like lived in Los Angeles um, at that time because I was going to UCLA. I was like, oh, what do I do? I need to fix my hair. Like, this is, you know, I am graduating soon. I was in like a few weeks going to graduate. So I wanted to like not have orange hair in my, you know, graduation photos. Understandable. Um, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they all pointed me to Rihanna at 901. And, you know, she canceled on me for three weeks for this person, Nina Dobrev. No idea who that was at the time. Um, <laughs> finally got in literally like the day before my final exam <laughs> oh my God. just like such a struggle I was like in the chair in the salon like hung over with like a huge textbook just like yeah. trying to power through I don't know how we connected on that point but somehow we did struggling. <laughs> she definitely was hung over she definitely had her textbook she was trying to study and we, I don't think we, I don't think you got any. No. Again. Well, it just goes to show too, we all plan to meet people in our lives and get, you know, dolled up to whatever that means to ourselves. And then you end and up meeting then, your life partner when you're hung over with a textbook, I you know, know. <laughs> literally like not even trying to like, yeah. not even. Yeah. Like, well, I think that's the craziest thing of the whole thing is like the full two years is like, there was a connection there, but we didn't know what that connection really was. But it's it definitely started to be stronger than friends, and but we just kept pushing it aside because like we don't like girls, so what? Yeah. This is weird. So just just come with me everywhere. Come, let's have lunch. Let's have dinner. Let's go here. Let's go there, and literally like bonded to be best friends. So and yeah. I think there was kind of a point where we're living together in the big house it was kind of like we sat down with each other and I was just like so you know we realized like we wanted to spend time with each other yeah and not with really other people and going on these other dates and whatever it's like I would rather spend time with you mm-hmm. so that's kind of how it started as we realized like who do you want to spend yeah your time you know what I mean with but then it was also like, okay, this is interesting and weird for us. This doesn't really happen. Like, is this like a life change? Like, yeah. what does this mean now for us? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was like a struggle. Yeah, I can imagine it was a struggle. You're living in in this house with your friends, but you're only wanting to be with each other. Right. You realize that like this right. you might want to take this relationship forward, but you don't even know what that really means. And then how do exactly. you how do you make that decision to take it forward and then also share that decision with your roommates who you live with? Yeah, great question. Well, how do you take that decision to move it forward? Step 1 alcohol it brings down all the walls and it gives right, you yeah. that like freedom of like you know and yeah it was a drunken moment it was the first time we ever made out and it was really awesome but then we like laughed about it the next day but then it was kind of nice so then it was like let's just continue to do what we're doing and then Alcohol again. Ooh, drunken woman again. Okay, this is nice. I don't know. It's like, I guess the bigger question is like, when did we actually kiss sober? You know what I mean? I know that doesn't mm. sound good, but it, I don't really know. When I know. I don't know when that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. 
Um, but I will say too, living with your best friends, like it was so dumb. Like we were trying to hide our love for each other. And like, you can't hide love from your best friends. Like, especially if you're living together, both of us, like so stupid. So like Tyler and Jenny, I feel like we're just kind of like, unfortunately tiptoeing around us for a bit. (laughs) And then finally we like got the guts to like talk to them about it. And they were like, we know we love you. It's okay. Like, like, you know, like they were like so happy for us. Yeah. yeah, and all of our friends were like every single friend got it. Like, cause yeah, I think it got to the point where you could just see us together, and yeah. you saw it. You didn't even like, yeah, you know. So when we told people, they were like, "Oh, yes, I get yeah. it." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, I remember the first person I told was Nikki, my business partner, and and I said, "Um, I think I like Morgan more than a friend. Like, that's like I don't even have the words to explain. You know what I mean? I I think I like Morgan more than a friend." And Nikki was like. I totally get it. I love that girl. She is so awesome. When you guys are around each other, it's just like pure happiness. Like I totally understand. I understand why you feel that way. So obviously having your best friend's approval is just like, oh, huge weight off your shoulders, yeah, you know? That was and, helpful for sure. And then of course, talking to Jenny and Tyler, our roommates, that was a huge weight off the shoulders. You have this feeling of like, okay, I'm going to admit this to my friends, but did you have a, a struggle inside where you had to admit it to yourself? Oh, good question. For sure. Good question. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I think, I think the biggest struggle is that there wasn't a word that we could use that way to explain us. So like the options are straight, bisexual, lesbian, um, you know, go so on and so forth that I was like, uh, like I'm not attracted to other girls and, and technically I'm not, I'm not attracted to just an asset at all, but I am in love with her, you know, like this love came not physically at all. The love was purely in our heart and our soul mm-hmm. that it took us a long time because because how do you explain that to people who it's not normal and, and there's nobody else out there like that that I know of that I can be like oh we're like so and so it just was very difficult to find words to explain to other people what this was so that's ultimately where the word soul up came through because that was like oh my gosh that makes sense like our souls love each other right mm-hmm. And that's the word that connects with us. Like I, we both are not lesbians. I'm, we're not attracted to women. We are both are still physically attracted to men, but like we are in love with each other. Were these a lot of conversations that you guys were having together as well? Like, is this something that you guys felt that you were Mm -hmm. able to navigate in, in the in-between when you're still friends, but you're having this attraction and this love towards each other that you know is more than just, you know, two girlfriends hanging out. Were you able to come together and have these more in-depth conversations or did was there ever a moment where it was hard or, or scary to have these conversations together because it is so vulnerable? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I I don't think we navigated communication as much in the beginning of it all because we, we didn't know. So 
I, I kind of want to say like, no, we didn't have those conversations, especially beginning on. We actually tried to fight it. I we mean, fight, we fought it for a for really it, long time. For a couple we of years. We probably fought it for the full two years, yeah. to be honest. Um, it wasn't until kind of the, our, so the house we were all living in, the landlord was like, Hey, so I'm selling the house mm-hmm. and there's a buyer. So you guys have to be out in 45 and, days. Yeah. 45 days. days. Mm-hmm. So basically the landlord gave us the 45 days to move out of that house. And that's when for me, I was like, okay, I'm, I need to get my own little apartment to really finally focus on myself. I'd always been in a sorority or a dorm or, you know, living in the house with friends or at my parents, you know, it was always like my younger life. And now I was really kind of stepping into, okay, like done with college, what's happening? Do I stay in LA? Do I go back to Florida? Do I go to New York where most of my friends were and where I did all my internships? So I was kind of just in this space where I don't know, you know? So for me, it was important. Like I was the first to move out of the house. Oh my God. She moved out within a week. Oh, we had 45 days and she was out within a week. And then there was life without Morgan for a couple weeks. And I did not like that. Mm -hmm. I knew that from the, I knew that when she was out, I was like, Oh, Oh no. Like I was used to seeing her every single night before we go to bed, you know? And I was like, I did not, I knew right away when she moved out, I was like, okay, uh, something, no, like, I don't want this. Like you get your own apartment. I get my own place. And I, I, I was struggling when she moved out. Cause she fucking bounced within like a week of the 45 yeah, days. I was ready. I, I think I moved out on day 44, maybe 45. Mm. So then you're living separately <laughs> and then you realize you don't want to live separately. You want to be together. You I want mean, to we, be there. We tried to live separately. We, we tried to live separately. We lived very close to each other. So either <laughs> I was at her house in Hollywood Hills. I think you guys, might have been in the Hollywood Hills house. Mm-hmm. Um, or I was in, or she was at my apartment, basically, is what happened. Yeah. So, like, so at, after the move out, it was, oh, what are you doing? Oh, come over here. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. go over there. Oh, come over here. And we didn't separate. So then it was right, I think it was like, I don't know. Like I said, we went on double dates together. We talked to each other about the boys. I was dating some boy at the time, but then still wanting to be around her. And I asked her, I'm like, Oh, are you going to go on another date with so-and-so? And And she's like, honestly, I don't even care about them. I just want to spend my time with you. And she had said those words. I just want to spend my time with you. And that is where my light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, yes, like, I just want to spend my time with you. Okay. Like, we, we got, we got to figure this out. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so how do you figure it out? <laughs> well, I also gave her kind of an ultimatum during that time. Like, yeah, she's like, I can't do this anymore. We had like, gone out to is- dinner one night and she was dropping me back off of my apartment and I was in her car and I looked at her and I was like, I can't live this life where I'm trying to like, date and and like have a life this way and then i keep i can't stop thinking about you and i'm spending so much time with you but also trying to give energy to to somebody else like it's just like i can't it's like i'm not a half-assed person i do everything 100 percent. and during that time i felt like i was being torn apart you know so for me i said to her Mm -hmm. i'm like i can't do this so i either need space from you Mm -hmm. until we can just be like 
friends, whatever. I don't know how long that's going to be, or we're going to like do it. And we're going to like, you know, a hundred percent. And at that time she had said to me, she's like, okay, I, I'm not ready for that. So, I mean, I, I think that was the first time I had really like, I mean, that tore me up. I flew to New York to be with friends and stuff and get away for like a week or two, because I honestly couldn't even be in Los Angeles. I was like, so heartbroken and distraught over it, honestly. And then I went to New York and that didn't help. I drank way too much. And I was just like, just reckless. <laughs> At that point, were you also, were you, no, I just want to be with this person. Or were you also still kind of exploring like, okay, now do I date another woman? Do I, or am I like, do I date men or no, I just want to be with this yeah. person? Well, the, the thing kind of was for me, I, I, I knew I was in love with Brianna for sure. Like I knew there was something there and that's why I think I was so heartbroken. So for me, it's like, it's never been what she is on the outside. Yeah. It's like, this is the person I want to be with. However, physically attracted, we, we both still will admit to you, we're still physically attracted to men. And the physical part of our relationship is something that we still work on to this day. Um, that's always kind of, you know, tried to follow in the footsteps of like the emotional and soul connection that we talk about. Yeah. But yeah, the physical is definitely, I'd say like the weakest part of our relationship. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that it's like weak, weak, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's definitely something that we, it's like a struggle. It's yeah. Like, we have to work on. I mean, you're real. Like, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. A lot of toys thrown in the trash trying to, <laughs> oh, my like, let me tell you. Oh, and I'm, you know, I want to know about the moment when you guys got back together and you both realized this, this I want to, we want to do this. Like we want to be together. Yeah. Okay. So I came back from New York. Yeah. She came back from New York with like a different, uh, mindset, I think. Right. So I was kind of like shutting it she down. She was shutting it down. But then after New York, she was opened back up, which I was super thankful for. And then it was, pro I think we moved out like around September 1st. September, okay. No, no, that's not true. When did we move out? Then? Mm -hmm. it, was, it was like a mess. No, it was close no, to that. Because, because I asked you in August. August, yeah. 25th. Right. <laughs> you guys sound like such a married couple already. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out I the know, date. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of when we were actually told to move out. I, I literally want to say it, it was probably like a month prior to me saying, I need to make, I want to make this happen. And I made up my mind that I want to be with Morgan and I need to figure out how to do this. So we would go back and forth to each other's houses. And then one night, <laughs> but I was also very like cold at this point. Cause I'm yeah, like, she I was definitely person, like, yeah. So the ball was in her court, but also I was kind of like at the end, you know? Yeah. She was, she was at, I was over it. She was over it. But then New York, you came back and you were a little more open, which I felt like, okay, cool. So then I put together <laughs> this super cute box, this shoe box and the brand of the shoe was called me and her. So on the box, it says me and her and inside the shoe box, I put all of our Coachella tickets 
photos, uh, everything. Po- uh, photo booth pics, just wristbands, concerts we went to, just like a super fucking cute box that like every girl hopes to get, you know? Like from your high school, <laughs> like from your high school boyfriend, yeah. you know, you hope to get like this cute yeah, yeah, yeah. box. So like everything over the past like two years of things that we've done and been through together and at the bottom of the box, there was a note literally folded like in high school and you unwrap that note and it said, will you be my girlfriend? Please check yes or no. Oh my <laughs> and gosh. that is how still have it i still have it yeah and that is what happened and and i was so nervous i don't even oh god i was so nervous i and i had a pin in my hand until it was at the end and i gave her the pin and i looked away because i don't even know what she was going to check but i hoped it was yes i don't know i was so nervous so she checked yes and wrote of course and that was the beginning of being open and and completely honest like with everyone around us and you know most people around us kind of maybe already assumed something and they were right and yeah it was august 26th and also being in los angeles obviously like was so helpful with that i mean la has all you know yeah is so open to literally anything yeah basically. Right. so you know like that that wasn't that was never even an issue. I think for us, after we made this choice that night at the house, it was kind of like, okay, you know, family now. Yeah. Mm. And that I think was really the next kind of challenge after we both chose this, you know, to move forward a hundred percent, 110%. It was like, okay, now how do we explain this to our families? Like, how do we explain what we feel like we are? Mm. You know, to people who have known us our whole life. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like we I, I found that it's more difficult to explain what we are or what we have this this what our our soul of is harder to explain to like an older generation than it is to like peers our age. We're like open to everything, adding the more of the alphabet to the LGBTQ. Yeah, like we're <laughs> open and everything's welcome. But like the older generation is like, but wait, no. So you're so you're bisexual. No, no. Mm. Not. So you're a lesbian. So you're a lesbian. No, no. And right now, I love Right now, <laughs> I love her. And that is actually, like, if there's anything that anyone can take away from this podcast, I think it would be the decision for of her and I deciding to move forward was strictly based upon right now, present. I love you. Mm-hmm. I don't know tomorrow I will, a year from now, 25 years from now. I don't know, but I don't care because right now I love you. And that was the fight of the two years was like, fuck, like I love her right now, but I don't know why I be with a girl forever. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? It was like mm-hmm. so much fighting of what the future might look like. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything anyone could take away from this is throw the future out and just fall in love with the now and follow your heart well yeah if right now we love each other we don't know and we still say this to this day and i think that's what keeps our relationship healthy is today yes i'm still in love with her we don't know what tomorrow will bring we're across that bridge when we get there we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back in just a minute
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly.
we're back. Well, you guys obviously thought about the future enough to want to get married to each other and and legally like I know everyone has a different definition of marriage I was someone who definitely went into it with the idea of I called it that we were going into the business of life together because once I realized how much legal (laughs) legal paperwork it required I was like oh it's like we're starting a business Mm. together but it's like the most personal business (laughs) you can start together um so (laughs) then at what point so you guys obviously got engaged i i the pictures were so beautiful on instagram i remember seeing them and so you have thought about the future together a little bit what went into making that decision yeah that's that's what i would say like in the beginning of making the decision of should i be with her should she be should we be girlfriends that was the you know what right now i love her let's see where this goes yeah so then after dating for four years, um, you and I think too, like explaining to our families, like when they asked, like, because a lot of questions were like, well, don't you think this is a phase? Isn't this for just right now? Like, don't you want to have kids? Like, yeah, just, you know, so many different kind of questions. And so for us, I think, and and to that generation and parents and whatever, it was kind of like, Right now, we are the happiest we've ever been. Right now, we are in love. So we're going to take this day by day. And then, you know, after a few years, we're at the point where we're like, okay, so far, the love has just grown. So, you know, let's, you know, let's celebrate it. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of where I went on a hike in the Grand Canyon, like, a really difficult one and like with no service, no anything and kind of with me. And I realized during that trip, I'm like, Rihanna's the one and I'm going to, I'm going to ask her. Cause Rihanna was kind of like, she's always been into like the marriage thing and like the party and whatever weddings, all that. I'm kind of been the other, like whatever happens, happens. Um, but I think I kind of realized with like no other distractions. I'm like, this is, this is for me. So well, I think yeah. ultimately, uh, let's rewind. I'm definitely not into the marriage thing because that's <laughs> I mean, that's not true. Like, <laughs> but, but I did put some, some kind of stipulation on myself. I'm like, I will not be a 40 year old bride. And then, listen, no, get nothing against 40 year old brides. But I was like, I don't want to do it. Like, I'll, I, if I'm gonna have a wedding, I, I need, I need it to be in my 30s. <laughs> so, um. And then I also said, well, since I asked you to be my girlfriend, you have to ask me to be my wife. If we ever were ever to go that route is because yeah, she got rules. Mainly, here's my rule. The reason being is because I'm eight years older than her. Like I, sometimes I'm gonna, nine. Sometimes nine. Hey, hey, hey. So I'm going to wait for her to be ready. You know what I mean? And like, I don't want to pr- pressure her like into anything so when she's ready she will ask me if she wants to go that route which is funny because I'm always ready before even though <laughs> I am nine years younger so it's funny that it's always has to be me but um but yeah I mean I knew over that trip and I came back and I started kind of planning what I wanted to do uh for the engagement <laughs> and yeah I mean took a couple of months because their schedule's crazy. And I wanted us to also have a little like engagement afterwards. So I had to get like Nikki and the manager of the salon and like 
basically everybody on board and like plan this whole fake thing with like Ruby, one of her clients and like, you know, <laughs> publish it. It was just like a whole, like, she basically blocked out my schedule with all my work people, but it wasn't for what it said it was. Well, I knew That's I had smart. to use like, you know, a legit client to really block out this amount of time, you know? So I had to make it like, you know, this is for, this is a big shoot, blah, 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 whatever the hell, you know? <laughs> so you propose yeah. to her and then you guys decide to not just throw any wedding, but this massive, epic, insane wedding in Mexico that there is just so much to it and so many people involved, including um, Jamie Lynn Sigler was going to marry you guys. Right. I mean, there's so <laughs> many yeah. levels yeah. to this multi event wedding. And we're all so excited to get there and do this and celebrate your soul love. And then who knew a pandemic happens and then everything is derailed. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. I I mean, mean, after your entire love journey, there's been so much to it. It's all leading up to this day. And then you have to go. You have to cancel. You have to postpone. I want to hear a little bit about the wedding planning. I want to hear a little bit about what this wedding <laughs> was planned to become. Well, this wedding um, is 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 going to take. I uh, I'm not going to say the name. Uh, it's going to take place on a beautiful Mexico island, and it's one of our favorite places. So we wanted to share that with our people. So what's really hard and you don't realize this until you start wedding planning is an island is fucking hard to get shit to. So eight months on there. Eight months there. There's nothing there. And especially with our 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 um what's the word? Our there's tequila though. Yeah. I have enough tequila. Our likings of decor and like things. It's like, oh no, we don't have any of that. What do you mean? No, no. Like we have it 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 was it was a pain in the ass. And I don't think people realize that when they want to do a destination wedding. Oh my God. Oh my God. Napa sounded real good to just drive up to Napa at one point in time. I was like, I don't even know what we're doing. So this, um, the, the celebration, like, you know, it's wedding, 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 but it was more like we want our favorite humans in our favorite place to celebrate our love and, and just love in general. Too, yeah. Like, just love for everyone and just, yeah. just, I don't know, just happiness. So it was, um, it was a four day event, man. It was a, it was a four day. Yeah, we wanted event. to make like an then, incredible vacation for everyone. Yeah. Basically make a really rad vacation. Basically us getting married is forcing all of our friends to come on vacation with us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it real. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> but um, yeah, four days of pure fun happiness. I mean, Oh my God. The planning was rough. You guys had the, your own island planned with all of your friends taking up <laughs> basically the all the space on the island. So it was like an island of love. Yeah. It could have been its own reality show, yeah. basically. Um, and then <laughs> you have to cancel this. So what goes through? I mean, you know, our world starts to suffer and you guys want to oh, celebrate yeah. your love. Really but then fun. how do you do that? So take us through that process because you're not alone. We've had so many brides write in about having to cancel their wedding and what do you do? And it's heartbreaking. So take us through that process of beginning to make that decision. Uh, it was really difficult. I remember one of my friends, 
<laughs> Lauren had texted me probably a week before we canceled the wedding and been like, Hey babe, like, is there any possibility that you might cancel the wedding? And I like shot back. Absolutely not. Oh my God, no way. Like we will lose so much money. And like, of course, looking at the grand scheme of things, money, who, you know, that, yeah, who cares yeah. about money at this point? But like, I was like, Oh my God, absolutely not. And then literally like a week later, I believe, um, um, yeah, Trump went on screen and, and had a, had one of his, what are those well, speeches? But even before that, like, we're really into like good energy and like, you know, we love, I mean, the thing we love most about our relationship is the people that it's, yeah. you know, that all of our people, literally. Yeah. Um, so I think for us, it was kind of like, we had our own kind of, okay, like, we, want this to be a celebration of love where everyone feels comfortable and is happy and can actually celebrate. Right. Like we want the energy surrounding our wedding to be happy, love free. Like, you know, just like anybody who's having a celebration of love, you want people to like enjoy and be comfortable. And I think for us, it was like our people are ride or die. And I know that they all that, that our wedding party and a lot of people said to us they're like we were ready to come we, we were come, no matter what we figured out yeah. we were getting mad. like they were like getting ready for war to travel to mexico <laughs> right and and so kind of that was really cool knowing that but also for us it was like then finally you know trump was giving the main speech that was this is actually the last time i i have seen the news yeah mm. was in march, march. I, think, was I think it was march. like march 12th or something March 11th, I think, actually, because Carly's birthday was the next day. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Um, March 11th, I think, he spoke, and we kind of watched it um, together, and we just, like, sank in the couch. Yeah, while and, and I was speaking, like, there's no way. Speaking, and we're like, we can't do yeah. this. There's, there's no way. Because it was already such a speech filled with, like, fear, and yeah. I was like, no matter what happens, everybody watching this is going to be scared, and yeah. I don't want, yeah, I don't want our wedding surrounded by fear. No. Like, that's, terrible like no that. and it's pretty interesting and i wonder how many other uh brides went through this as well as far as like okay we're we decided we're going to cancel this is not safe for our friends we would actually be horrified if anything were to happen to anybody you know traveling or whatnot and we the date that we're getting married is the actual day she came into book for highlights. Yeah. So it's an important date for us. It's an important date for us. So we knew we wanted that date. So I was like, there's no other day. Like, even if we push it six months, like that's not even going to make sense. We, we just have to do it the following year. And it was like, at that time, of course, me not wanting to be a 40 year old bride. I'm like, Oh fuck another fucking year. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> let's do this. God, shit. <laughs> And then I knew some other brides that were like pushed it a couple months or pushed it four months. But yeah, in my brain at that time, I'm like, gosh, like we could just push it for six months, but we, we love the date so much. So we pushed it a year, which turned out to be the biggest blessing ever. Right. And even questionable now, as far as like, gosh, are we going to be able to do this in a year from then? You know, is, mm -hmm. is it still going to be happening? So um, luckily we we're attached to a date. Good. Yes. So now you guys have it for the next year. Now, I know you were able to successfully um, kind of, 
you were able to negotiate with your vendors and successfully push everything a year with most of them, I think with the exception of your florist, maybe. Um, But do you have any advice for people listening who have to negotiate with vendors? How do you make sure that they are on your side within all this replanning? Well, I mean, I mean, we, we went straight to Mexico. We went to Mexico still. Um, And my parents were like, listen, we feel so bad. We're going to risk it. We're coming with you. Like some of our wedding party, there was what? There was a total of 12 people that we all still wanted to come and help us. To Mexico. And the reason for us going to Mexico was to talk face to face to these people and be like, listen, this this is pandemic state. It hadn't hit there yet. Yeah. Yeah. It it was, oh my God. When we were in Mexico, we were having the time of our lives where all of our friends were locked up in our houses. We're like, oh my gosh, I can't send you any photos because I don't want to make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. So, like literally, I, we didn't even post anything on Instagram having an amazing time in Mexico because it hadn't really hit there yet. But and it didn't hit the island. That like. us taking that trip to talk to the vendors was probably what saved our wedding. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It's definitely talking mm-hmm. to them face to face. Face to face. Be like, I'm so sorry, but we we don't. We have to push this a year, and most uh, pretty much everyone says yes. that's fine. I think because we were there, you do it via email, you do it on a phone call. We also, though, we allow them to keep their deposits and everything. Yeah, we were like, we're not trying to take money back. This is our place. We are in love with the island. You want us to help everybody. Yeah. Like, we're kind of locals at this point. We've been so many (laughs) times. So we kind of also have created a relationship with some of these people. Mm -hmm. And they trust us and we trust them. And we were like, listen, you know, this is our spot. And please, like, help us save our wedding. Um, Mm -hmm. and right now we were Mm -hmm. like, this date is really important to us. Can we please push it to the next year, you know, in hopes that we can still have it at that time. Um, I mean, now we're at a point of just praying that every business stays alive till then. Like, gosh, I mean, here's the deal. I got to go back at some point and check in on everybody. Yeah. Well, you know, the hotel. Are they going to survive? Are they, is, is our venue going to survive? Is is our Sunday fun day spot going to survive? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, we got, we don't know, you know, and we love these people too. So we're honestly like just but, at a personal level worried for our friends who have businesses on the Island, you know, our wedding mm-hmm. planners who live there year round, um, who also are from Iowa here, but at the same time, it's just like, they, you know, they checking into them because the whole Island got shut down. Whole, like yeah. no one could come in and out. Yeah. Even people that worked there, like nobody. Yeah. All their weddings canceled, obviously. You know, so the yeah. businesses were, I mean, there was no tourism, nothing. So <clears throat> everyone knows that planning a wedding can be incredibly stressful. A pandemic is incredibly stressful. Um, now that you have mm-hmm. another year before your wedding comes up, how has it been? Do you feel that maybe some of that wedding planning stress has is kind of calmed down? Does it feel like it's all on hold? What are your emotions <laughs> right? in this in-between time? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, one smart thing that we did was a lot of things that we were gearing up to like ship and have there anyway. When we went in March to basically save our wedding, I guess you could call it, we took everything with us. It was such a pain in the ass, such a pain. but we brought over everything with us on the plane. Like, so we actually have a storage on the Island where we have most of everything there already. I mean the wrong date, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Might keep the koozies with the funny date, whatever, <laughs> ha ha laugh whenever we do get married. <laughs> um, 
but you know, like, you know, cause we have the gift bag, the, everything that goes in the gift bag. I mean, we had to ship literally everything except the tequila. So uh, actually we still no, have we ship some of that, that too. I mean, but I oh, mean, wait. we literally brought it all. So that's kind of nice. Is no, that, wait, 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 get this. So in their gift bags, we had um, SPF, like a big spray bottle <laughs> of SPF for everyone in their gift bags. And we ship it all. We take it and it fills up like two luggages. Oh my it's God, like a it can, so right? And you just pray to the Lord that you don't hit that button, then it turns red, and they have to yeah. check through your luggage because then so all we would not have been able to. We wouldn't be able to take it all. So we got yeah. crystals. I mean, oh my gosh, yeah, we have we have all the stuff. So we get we have literally I think it was like twelve luggages between. Which four thank of God us. people came with us. Yeah, people came with us. No so we just had that twelve luggages of shit with good shit, and we're unloading it and. The damn SPF took up two luggages, and I look at the bottom of the date, and this <laughs> shit expires a month before our wedding next year. And I'm like, oh my god, we cracked all of this shit. Like, does expire. Yeah. The flowers, obviously, that doesn't work. Yeah. You know. So oh yeah. Like, Speaking of the flowers, the flowers was like the biggest heartbreak because. They had already bloomed. Yeah. They, they were, were ready. already in ready to be and whatnot so there was zero um money back on the power. i hope someone got to use them for something i know beautiful. i was like why didn't we just fill up our hotel room with all of them we should have done that <laughs> uh, but that that was helpful getting that storage yeah right that's such a smart way to do it and you guys have clearly handled this whole situation and made the most of it i've been reading online there's something called take back the date which is couples that have had to um you know postpone their weddings are trying to celebrate their original wedding day you guys clearly did that really well um being able to go to the (laughs) venue speak face to face celebrate with your friends is there any advice that you would give to people who have had to postpone their wedding like if there's something that you learned from all of this that they can take from this conversation and try and implement it into their experience what would it be i mean i think we're at the point now where you know, some people are more scared than other people right now, depending on, you know, where they live and what's happening. And for us, a lot of people are coming from different places. So I think at the end of the day, there is no amount of money, no venue, no anything that's more important than our people, literally. So my advice would be, you know, talk with your wedding party. I mean, get kind of a vibe, like talk to your family, like, you know, kind of talk to your friends and family, like see what they're thinking. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's still such an unknown time right now. And for me, even, you know, though our next wedding date isn't until next year, it's the beginning of next year. I don't know what the beginning of 2021 is going to be like. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Americans can even travel yet. I don't know what that looks like yet. Mm -hmm. And since there's so much unknown, I just feel like we always go back to we want this celebration of love to be happy and safe for everyone. Like if we decided to still continue our wedding and things weren't safe and somebody got sick and something happened to someone, I mean, God forbid there was, you know, a death. I don't want to say that, but even, you know, Rihanna actually got um, COVID-19 in March, right when we got back from Mexico she I mean, had it is this another episode I don't know but let's keep it real. <laughs> well, two days after we landed yeah, we I fucking it. got COVID yeah. probably from the airport probably right. 
I don't know. To get back before all the borders closed. Yeah. Yeah. So we were there in Mexico, and then we heard that the two-week lockdown. We're like, great, we'll be two weeks locked down in Mexico. And then, oh, no, borders are going to be closing here in 24 hours. Hurry up, buy a flight, and get your ass home. And that's what we did. We were only there for six days. But um, from my point is, like, Rihanna was sick. And now, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but... She actually is having, you know, she already had asthma and right now we've noticed she has way more difficulty breathing just from waking up in the morning. So we actually have a, um, this week we're going to see a lung specialist because, you know, people don't know what the long-term effects of this really are yet, you know? And I think that's, that's really shown us too. like, okay, we went through the experience, you know, she survived whatever was happening. Now there are long-term effects from this, at least for right now, you know, it's been five months or whatever. Um, God forbid, like, even if someone didn't have an intense case of it, cause she didn't thank goodness, but still these long-term effects. And I, I don't want us putting our people through this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want them feeling unsafe or whatever it may be, or even getting any type of, you know, like it's just cause then it's like you have to quarantine and your friends and family. And it's like this whole thing now, it's just not worth it to me. No. Like, mm-hmm. so you know? I, I was w- w- readers can, they're readers, readers, <laughs> readers, God, listeners can take away. I think from this, I do think some people push their wedding four months later and then pushed it maybe six months later. And then obviously here those four, six months come around. So I, I pray that they were able to get, do they have to pay again? You know what I mean? For their venue. And, and then that didn't work. Did they get it? Did they lose their deposit for their second postponed wedding date? Like what the heck? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But like she said, the most important thing for us is like our people. And if you talk to your people and your bridal party mm-hmm. and the people that mean the most to you, they don't give a flying fuck where you get married. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. can literally be an Airbnb, a house yeah. and have your favorite people there and celebrate your love. It doesn't have to be this thing that we've all grown up to see what weddings are quote unquote supposed to be like. And it, it doesn't have to be anything like that. I do have a friend that decided to get married in March and half of her people didn't show up. She said she wished she would have never done it. And it was, mm-hmm. everyone was so scared to talk, be close to people. And you don't want that energy at yeah. your wedding, you know? So I'm so thankful that we did postpone it. And hopefully everybody else who did postpone should know that they should be thankful too, to just not have that funky energy of that around your wedding, you know? Yeah. But I also think, because we also... Um, I know a friend of a friend who's still scheduled to get married in September and it's a destination wedding. And I know some people in their wedding party and these people are really nervous because some of them have kids. And so it's like one of the parents is in the wedding and they've expressed like a lot of concern, but you know, the bride is like, we're doing it. We're going to have it, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, if you're not talking to your wedding party, because the wedding party is also hearing from the guests, which we didn't really realize, but like, our wedding party was already kind of filtering uh, worries from other guests that didn't want to bother us yet because, you know, they didn't want to stress us out about it. But Mm -hmm. that's why I think it's so important. Like talk to your wedding party. They for sure have a vibe. They have for sure heard from guests. And I think it's really important to just have that communication because 
you know, right now this person's scheduled to have their wedding in September and people are really still freaking out about it. I mean, the numbers here are still crazy. Like who knows, you know, yeah. the communication I think is really key there with your people. That's so great. You guys have had um, such great advice for everyone listening. And I think ultimately what it, there's so much love in this story and it's such a reminder that not just for you guys, but like for all the couples listening, that it isn't the end of the world to cancel or postpone no. or have to, you know, change your love plans. Love is not canceled. Right. It's yeah. the beginning of SPF maybe, but love is not expired. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. It's not the end of your world. It's the beginning of your love story. And like what a story it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And we just love you both so much and are grateful that you shared your story all the inner workings of it from the beginning because it really truly is such a beautiful love story and we can't wait for next year to watch you guys um, (laughs) continue your story and we're just so lucky and grateful that you joined us today thank you you know love conquers all and you got to do what's best you know, and guess what? I'll be about 45 days away from being 40 before. You know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you really made it just in time. We are still married in Mexico, but if not, guess fucking what? We are still getting married in our house. You know, I feel so full after having a conversation with Rihanna and Morgan because they're such a testament to the love and light that can prevail even during a dark time. And um, I'm excited for them and their love story and the journey that it's on. Uh, One thing I really wanted to discuss with them that we didn't get to because there was such a great conversation going is a foundation that they have called Beautiful. And it's a nonprofit organization designed to provide hope and love towards making cancer survivors feel beautiful. And um, if you guys want to check that out, you go to beautifulfoundation.com. And it truly is a wonderful organization. And um, we just want to give them a shout out because it's a love story and we can always continue to share and spread the love. And we'll have that website in our show notes for anyone that uh, wants to just click a link and keep it easy. It was so wonderful just to hear. I always forget how lovely it is to revisit like those special moments when you meet someone, but then (laughs) it's like the moment when the other person says, I love you for the first time. Or when you, when you've decided that you're going to commit to each other for the first time or proposal stories. And especially in a year like 2020, when everything is just, nothing's concrete. It feels like foundations are just cracked and earthquaked. And it's really hard to hold on to your roots and feel centered in yourself, let alone just in all relationships. And we've talked about friendships on this podcast too, Mm -hmm. where it's just trying to, you know, have a conversation with a friend these days feels like an awkward dance. And so it was just so lovely to hear about their, the shoebox and just, you know, and those moments that I feel are so easy to forget in, in times like these and that are really necessary to remember just to put a smile on your face. And I'm so grateful for their vulnerability and wanting to share that with us. I agree with you completely. I truly have 
had a giant smile on my face the whole time we've had a conversation with them um, on this topic. And we hope you guys have had the same reaction and you feel filled up from this love story just like we do. When was the first time you heard about the word soul love from Rihanna and Morgan? Because I remember seeing you and Tanner at their engagement party and they had this beautiful neon sign that said soul love. And now hearing the story behind it is so beautiful. But I love that they also share this term with their friends and like share this part of their story with their friends. Right. I think so much about Rihanna and Morgan is them sharing their story because it's not conventional. It is something that even they still to this day are coming to terms with and trying to understand. But to have a specific word that defines and reminds them who they are and what their love is, I think is so beautiful. And that's something I'm so glad that they shared with us today and took us on the journey of their love. And we want to continue this journey of love. But let's be honest, in 2020, um, I think we've all realized from this episode, it can all be a little bit stressful, especially Mm -hmm. if your journey of love includes a wedding in 2020. (laughs) So we're actually kind of making this a two-parter in wedding series, per se. Next week, we're going to sit down with Valerie Gernhauser. She actually planned my wedding uh, when Joe and I got married in New Orleans. She is a fantastic wedding planner. New Orleans is one of the top wedding destinations. So she has seen her fair share of weddings, champagnes popping, and chaos in her day. She's <laughs> going to answer all of our questions about what to do if you had a wedding planned in 2020, how to reschedule that wedding, how to deal with vendors, how to deal with your guests, what to do if you are a guest attending a wedding and you're feeling uncomfortable. What does it mean to go to a Zoom wedding in 2020? She's got all the answers to your questions. We had a lot of wonderful questions submitted to us on our Instagram page. And Valerie's going to answer all of them for us next week on an all-new episode of Directionally Challenged. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.